Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheels. We discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, and I'm here at Creek Road Pottery next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. The creek is running really cold. The uh, The rain has come, and it's been cold with the snow melt, and it's roaring a medium roar. So that means it's not overflowing, but it's it's full now. Usually in the summer months, it gets kind of low here, but it sounds beautiful down back of the house. So what I've been up to, a lot of life updates. Uh, I got to travel up to Greenwich, Greenwich, New York, and was able to celebrate with my nephew his achievement of becoming Eagle Scout. So I'm a very proud uncle of him. And um, over at the Homestead Journey podcast, uh, you can hear more about that. My uh, brother-in-law made up a wonderful dinner uh, of pulled pork and all kinds of things. And it, it turned out beautiful. It was a beautiful ceremony. And so I, I really had a good time enjoying that. So congratulations to my, my nephew, Brian J. I feel old uh, when I seen him do that. He's a senior in school now. I used to play cars with him not too long ago on the floor in trains, right? And they and they grow up so fast, and it, it just makes you feel a little bit, a little bit old. So, anyways, uh, gardens. People are starting to think about their gardens. My wife's got the seed book. She's she's gonna buy corners. To put in some some beds she wants two newer beds uh, next to the grow bags that we had last year um, we put in grow bags because well we live on rocky soil and you can't even dig into the grass without hitting rocks so being that we live on top of a stone quarry it feels like sometimes we're going to put in some raised beds and she has marked out a bunch of seeds that she wants to get and send away for us so that we can start planting when that time comes. We'll have to get a truckload of fill to put in there, some, some soil, and we'll need to refill our grow bags. Uh, they did pretty decent last year. I thought the rabbits, and birds would get into those grow bags, but they didn't seem to bother it. And we had some nice lettuce for salads and some beets and a few other smaller things just to try a garden here at Creek Road Pottery. So that was kind of nice. So the spring show, the spring show uh, went pretty decent. I was really worried because I was distracted by some other things and I didn't get out in front of it enough to promote it. And I never take my customers for, for granted at all. And um, I, I usually like to inform them of what I have here, let them see me make the work, and uh, 
show them when it comes out of the kiln. So I was late on doing that, and I, and I felt terrible about it. But things worked out. Uh, I was able to get some really nice, really nice bowls and shave bowls out and some baking dishes. And uh, folks showed up, even though it was muddy, rainy, and it was a little bit of snow, and it was cold. I really appreciate it, and I'm, I'm very humbled by that. And for the weeks leading up to the show, I was really worried. Uh, and I had cry parties and violins following me around. But when I look back, because I, I thought the whole thing was going to be a disaster. That's just the way I am. When I look back to last year, I, I, did, I did about the same in revenue. So I, I really appreciate the community and the people that come out to support the pottery and handmade. And it was... It was amazing. So I had a really fun time seeing my neighbors come down. Got to try some baked goods. So I make I make deals uh, with some folks. If they bring me baked, baked goods, right, give them a certain percentage off on the old pots and do a nice little even trade, right? So that's always kind of nice. Carol Johnson, she got her prized tomato plants started. Uh... I overheard him talking down at the Right Choice restaurant. She's always big on that. She gets started uh, growing tomatoes early so that she can enter them into the fair. She's She's got the championship for, for the last six years now, going for year seven. Seven's the holy number, so, so she wants to be sure to get that. So being that we're talking about spring and seeds, we're going to be discussing... The new book by Rick Rubin, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And Rick Rubin, if you don't know him, is a music producer, worked with Johnny Cash, Tom Petty, The Heartbreakers. Great guy. And he has a lot of great things to say about the creative process. And we're going to talk about a section in that book that he comments on seeds. So if you want to come down to the studio... Um, Today, we're going to be making mugs. I owe the coffee shop some mugs. They, they notified me in an email that, that they were low out there in, in Tawanda, PA. So I'll be making some mugs for them. It's a beautiful day, and eventually what I'd like to do is cart the wheel outside, right? So we all can sit outside around the wheel and talk about art. So grab a chair. And uh, I'll meet you down there in the studio. Greetings, friends. Welcome to the welcome to the studio. Pull up a chair around the wheel. Maybe some folks could slide down and let you sit there. There's plenty of room here. Before we toss some mugs, um, I wanted to read a little section of Rick Rubin's book, A Creative Act, A Way of... And... Uh, this is on page 143. Friends, if you haven't gotten this book, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff in this. I, I read it twice already. Maybe I should have only read it once and worked on my spring show. <laughs> but it was such a good book, um, I, I went through it twice. And it's written in a way that there's little bits of ideas in lots of chapters so it doesn't take long to get through a chapter and then it ends and you can think about it a bit right 
So before I start up the wheel here, before I start up the treadle wheel, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this section on page 143. Talks about seeds because it's spring, and uh, artists collect seeds. In the first phase of the creative process, we are to be completely open, collecting anything we find of interest. We can collect this. We can call this the seed phase. We're searching for potential starting points that with love and care can grow into something beautiful. At this stage, we are not comparing them to find the best seeds. We're simply gathering them. A seed for a song could be a phrase, a melody, a bass line, or a rhythmic feel. For a written piece, it may be a sentence, a character sketch, a setting, a thesis, or a plot point. For a structure, a shape, a material choice, a function, or the natural properties of a location. And for a business, it could be a common inconvenience, a social need, a technical advancement, or a personal interest. Collecting seeds typically doesn't involve tremendous amount of effort. It's more of a receiving of a transmission, a noticing. As if catching a fish, we walk to the water, bait the hook, cast the line, and patiently wait. We cannot control the fish, only the presence of our line. The artist casts a line to the universe. We don't get to choose when a noticing or inspiration comes. We can only be there to receive it. As with meditation, our engagement in the process is what allows the re Collecting seeds is the best approach with active awareness and boundless curiosity. It cannot be muscled through. Perhaps it can be willed. So that's out of Rick Rubin's book, page 143 and 144, uh, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. So let's start up the wheel here. We'll get some mugs tossing, and we'll talk about ways in which we collect seeds and just think about how we collect our ideas. This is a great season to do that in. I know that a lot of artists are getting work up for the summer shows but there's usually a lull and I usually do my seed collecting right after the Christmas show up until March and where I collect all my seeds I put them in a sketchbook so let's get throwing here and uh, we'll start talking about this so there's ways to uh, collect seeds um, a lot of times uh, you might call it inspiration, but I really don't think about inspiration in a way that most people do because I don't believe inspiration is a thing that you need to wait for, right? Life's too short to wait. I believe that inspiration comes uh, from actually starting. So where I get my inspiration from is uh, I read, I might visit family, uh, I might spend time in nature, and, and I might even take a break from being creative and, and just work my job at the paper factory. But all those things can lead to uh, important ideas and maybe get you away from the work that you was already doing uh, to come back and look at it in a different way. So maybe you had a bowl of soup out there in the kitchen and you could have been using that bowl that you made by your own hand on the pottery wheel and you fired that out two years ago but you may notice something you know about that and how beautiful it looks after you've been away for a little while 
So it's good to, to back off some also. So one thing that you should never do is, and Rick Rubin talks about this later in this chapter, is form conclusions about the value of uh, the potential of your seed and what it can grow into. So rather than thinking that or expecting that every seed you have is going to sprout into something awesome, um, plant all the seeds or choose to plant different seeds and see which ones spout, sprout and see which ones uh, take root and grow. And, um, you know, I guess like in the initial stage, um, if you have expectations of what that seed should grow into, um, you may uh, block yourself off from more interesting possibilities that can come about. And as things change, you should let that change and welcome that change hap you know, happen. And um, what I just said there was a little bit confusing, but a lot of times we may try to correct ourselves and correct mistakes and correct uh, the, the, the route that the, the seed is growing or where the roots are going. We should just let them sprout and see what happens and accept that and use that as an idea of more interesting possibilities. And another thing is placing too much emphasis on your seed or dismissing it prematurely. Um, you might have ideas that you might think, well, you know, this really needs to grow because I got this show coming up. And this is a technique that I really wanted to try. And you really push that seed. Can't muscle seeds, friends. Um, you need to let them grow naturally. And when you do, um, a lot more interesting things will come about for you. And good things will come about for you that folks will enjoy. And maybe you will enjoy as you make. Also, um, you cannot um, interfere with the um, making process and even insert yourself too much into that, right? Maybe just let it grow, do what you do, and, you know, don't take shortcuts. Don't be crossing items off too quickly. Uh, don't uproot your seeds that are sprouting. Leave, leave them in your sketchbook, right? And maybe you've, you can go back to them. Because sometimes I've, I've gone back to things maybe two or three years ago in my sketchbook to my little seed packet, right? And to see what I can get sprouting, even though initially I thought maybe it was a bad idea. So you want to collect as many seeds as you can because the more seeds that you have to work from, uh, the more choices you have and the more possibilities you have. And um, I usually do this, as I said, in my sketchbook. And I thumb through my sketchbook quite often. And if seed number 25 speaks to me, um, I may pull that out and, and water that a little bit more and see where it goes. And if it wants to grow a branch off, I let that happen too as long as as long as you know there's there's a little bit of pruning for what you want to do but at the same time 
don't don't get too happy pruning and, and training and inserting yourself on it too much. Um, for example, I, I would have never um, thought of putting wood into the kiln uh, and and trying to control that process. I, I kind of let it happen naturally, and uh, things worked out really nicely. And I'm getting some really interesting things by letting that seed grow. So you need to water your seeds, right? If they're just sitting in the sketchbook and you never go through that sketchbook every now and again, pull out a packet and start growing them and watering them, uh, they'll just be that. They'll just be seeds that you're storing in sketchbook. Uh, you, you have them and they're good, but maybe they're not producing because you never took the time to water them, right? So get them watered, get your sprinkling canned out, and if you've collected hundreds of seeds, um, you're going you're gonna to have a better time and an easier time. Also, try not to make assumptions, like I talked about this earlier. Like, you might have this terrible idea, and you might automatically assume not to do that. You might automatically assume not to do that for a host of reasons. Like maybe you don't have the skill to do this particular project or the technique like you're not really sure about or you don't want to mess with anything that's outside of the norm for your work style. But um, I, was, I would suggest at least a couple times a year couple times a month trying something new and you'll be surprised what you can grow if you don't make assumptions about which seeds are better than other right just start watering it see where it grows and if it sprouts and if you and if you have time keep watering it and just watch the project grow and try not to get in the way like, like I was saying before. And as it grows, it can morph into something uh, really interesting. And maybe some of your finest work uh, comes from a seed that you watered, that you took a chance on, that originally you made assumptions about, and it just blossomed into something really amazing at the end of the season. So, once you get all your garden planted, right, it's, uh, it's bigger than us. And uh, once we do our part in watering our seeds after collecting them, seeing which ones sprout and, and growing them, we can then be happy about what fruits we produce and maybe show it to, other, to others and uh, share it with the world. All right, so hopefully you enjoyed that and hopefully everyone's having really good spring and um, I'm looking forward to the spring shows and I'm kind of hoping that things go well I have a I have a bunch of things uh, that are coming up really quick and I need lots of pots for it it's gonna be a really busy season this summer some new things that I'm working so with that um, be well Take care of yourselves and each other, and happy potting! Mm -hmm.